This episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast is actually a broadcast that we do on AM radio. So we do a show called The Draw on 12:10 a.m. The Man, which broadcasts in South Florida, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Uh, we've been broadcasting live from Cigar Cellar of Miami at 1557 Sunset Drive, and we're sharing broadcasts of The Draw here on our podcast. So without any further ado, here is the latest installment of The Draw. On 12:10 a.m., the man, which you can also find on Spotify if you search for the draw 12:10, or uh, streaming live again Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from 12:10theman.com. That's one two one zero theman.com. Otherwise, uh, you should be able to catch uh, episodes of that show right here on the Cigar Snob Podcast feed, unless you want to hear us live, which is always fun. Anyway, here you go. Greetings, I'm Nick Jimenez. This is The Draw, and your fly is open. Hey, okay. I'm Sorry. here with uh, Eric Calvino. Sorry, let me, let me straighten this out. There you go. And Carlos Carluba Rodriguez. I am the Cigar Snobs, and Nick, you have great posture. Thank you very much, Carluba. <laughs> so, uh... We have a, a, a minor announcement to make here after I let you know that we're at Cigar Cellar of Miami at 1557 Sunset Drive. Actually, two announcements. Number one. one. Number one. Carluba recently made his Instagram profile public. Oh, public. yes. Felicidades, dude. So, uh, so you can all go well over done. there and see pictures of him beating drums. It's pretty awesome. That's C-A-R-L-U-B-A. Get ready for the wave. Get ready for the 1210 wave. Oh, boy. <laughs> I just had I to. See the, I see the. I'm I looking at your re, phone. I can see the numbers going up right now. I had Boom. to re-publicize. I had re-made a private account. There you go. And I, oh. just made pri- <laughs> I just made a public. Did you, did you really? Did I just did. Look, I just made it <laughs> public after. After that, I didn't minor know. news. I didn't yeah. Know. I thought it was. Inter- I thought it was exciting stuff. It was. It is. It okay. Is. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to do that to you. I no, I, it's okay. All right. All right. Okay. Anyway, also second announcement. Uh, we are giving stuff away today. It is. Carlos, you know today. Today is. Pre Wednesday. Oh, there you go. It's T-shirt Tuesday. Oh, I close, was close, close. You could have won a T-shirt on that. Oh, didn't. All right. So here's the, the way this answer. works. There are people here already, but they might not beat you to the table. If you are in your car and you are anywhere near, anywhere within sniffing distance of fifteen fifty-seven Sunset Drive, right by the Sports sniffing Grill. Sniffing distance, huh? Sniffing distance. We want you to come over here, chicken wings in hand from Sports Grill. And uh, that's not necessary. If you don't but bring chicken wings, we'll if you don't bring chicken wings, you're still eligible. Uh, and what are we doing? We're just uh, ask them things about cigar snob. Yeah, we'll ask them. You something. can probably make up the answers, and yeah. we'll accept them. Yeah, we're going to uh, ask you. That's an, actually a question encouraged. Where all answers are right. Exactly. So we have uh, we points have, don't matter. We have t-shirts. We have t-shirts for you. So you got to get over here, participate, smoke a cigar, drink a beer, and uh, we'll hook you up. So no purchase necessary. No, well, no, no purchase necessary. It's encouraged. Purchases are encouraged. It's encouraged. Sure, sure. Sorry, I'm making the rules up as I go along, and I'm right, getting right. most of them wrong. On today's show, we are continuing our run through the list of the top 25 cigars of 2018, as per Cigar Snob Magazine. This time, we are smoking cigar number 18 Woo. on the list. It is the Perdomo. Blowing by. Yeah. Perdomo, 20th anniversary Maduro. This is a Nicaraguan puro, which means that the wrapper, binder, and filler are all 
tobaccos from Nicaragua. We're, uh, we ranked it number top. We, we gave it the 18 spot in Epicure, which is a 6 by 56. But because we are out of those, because we smoked them all, today we are smoking this in their Torpedo, which, uh, what are the measurements on this, Eric? It looks like a 6x52. It's pretty close. That's what it looks like to me. So this is going to smoke very similarly. 6 and although, a half by 52 Yeah, so it's, it's going to smoke very similarly. It's, it's close to the same ring gauge. Um, Carlos. Man, I'm getting old. I'm trying to read this thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> and I'm, I'm like I, I was doing the same thing, away. but I don't you think it has the measurements. You want me to hold it for you, Eric? No, please. Wow. Yeah. All Carlos, right, I need, now I need glasses. When you saw that we were smoking this, you had a, a special reaction. I did. A physical reaction. I am I, a big fan of this cigar. I've always had a great experience with it. Um, it is a great. It's a. It's a awesomely made cigar. Is that, is that what you're going with? It's an awesomely, awesomely made, made cigar okay. on That's the. A, is that your professional? In particular, opinion? in particular, the retro hail on the retro hail, it uh, is super smooth. Can we can we just explain what the retro hail is? Uh, so retro hail. Not know. So a retro hail is when you begin to inhale a cigar, but then Ex- exhale. Expel it out. Expel it out through your nose. Without inhaling it. Without inhaling it. It sounds like a big trick, and it is. It takes some practice to master it, but once you do, it... It's uh, rewarding. It, when, it's when rewarding. You're, yeah, when you're trying to taste the cigar and really get the, uh, the aromas and the flavors, it's extremely helpful because you have uh, many more receptors on your nasal uh, than you do on your tongue. So. so what is it that you get from the retrohale here? What do you smell? I'm, I'm getting... I'm getting a really smooth smoke. I'm getting a really smooth exhale. It's uh, it's it's creamy. It's creamy. I want to say a little vanilla. I'm getting a little vanilla okay. on the nose. Um, it's uh, it's also. I I get some mocha, cocoa notes when I first draw it in. Eric, what you got? So this cigar to me has a, a really nice balance of earth. And pepper, Balance. and then it has, it has that like like Carluba says, a Balance. little bit of vanilla. It has a, a little bit of cocoa to it, and so that that balance is nice. But then it also, I think, what's what gets it up on the on the list. Uh, it also has like a nice little cedar aroma in the background with cinnamon. That it's not something you expect, at least for me, not something you expect out of a cigar this dark. And right. so it has that nice complexity to it. So that's, that's what I think I get. And the other thing for the, the band, which is not something that we generally care a whole I lot about. I was you don't about wanna, to mention something. You don't want to judge a cigar by the band, but this is a gorgeous cigar. It is cigar. so nice, yes. It's a right. really nice-looking cigar. It's like kind of... You know, the wrapper's a beautiful uh, dark brown, yeah. uh, even color throughout the cigar. And the colors they chose for the cigar bands work really well with that dark brown color of the cigar. There's red... There's gold and there's black. Uh, they work so great together, these colors. It's, for, for me, the, the band thing usually is the biggest, uh, not the biggest factor. It's, it matters most when it's a gift. You don't want to give some, even if you know the cigar is good, you always feel better about it when it just looks nice, right? Just like if you know that a, yeah. that a tool is good, if it also looks cool, you feel better giving it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Same goes for a pen or whatever. So in this case, this is a beautifully packaged cigar. Uh, just looks looks super super classy, classy stuff. So anyway, if you if you like classy, really things, really well done. Um, t- did you want to talk about the company itself, or you want to yeah, move on yeah, to the yeah. next thing and so, then come back to that? So you have a you have a little bit of a Perdomo story here. Well, so 
on my first trip to Nicaragua about 14 years ago, we went, this is the first time I go to Nicaragua. I visit a bunch of different factories. And it's Manny Diatta, the photographer. Gary Arts. Shout out to Manny. Shout out to Manny, who's in the DR right now. Uh, Gary Arts, rest, rest in, in peace. peace. Yeah. Uh, he was writing the story. And then my dad and myself, I guess for emotional support for right. these other two guys. Or to ensure that they didn't fight because they really didn't get along. Oh, okay. Manny and Gary weren't the best of friends. Oh, that sounds like a show. Yeah, it was a show. But the biggest show was, was uh, when Nick Perdomo and, and his crew took us up to, to their fermentation room. And it was on the second floor of this, like, back then, this 14 years ago. It was, it was out by a field. It did not, didn't look particularly safe. But anyway, we were up there. And as soon as we walk into that fermentation room, they were, as we say in Cuban, atomated. They were full bore. And the, uh, the ammonia in the air, the heat that was coming out of those pilones, so it was already very hot outside. There's definitely some fermenting going on. Oh, my God. In that room. So you, oh, they open that door, and uh, it just stifles you. And Gary, Gary was an old man at this point. Gary's like seven years old when, when we do this. And uh, he just starts coughing uncontrollably. When, if ever you, you walk into a fermentation room, it's like your body rejects all of the ammonia, right. which, by the way, the process of that fermentation removes all of the ammonia from the tobacco so that we don't smoke it. Your eyes burn? Your eyes burn. Your lungs like close down. Like I do not want this in my system. Mm-hmm. And this poor old man starts coughing uncontrollably. Anyway, he takes off. He leaves the room. He's like, I cannot do this. I'm out of here. But he stays in Nicaragua. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so he takes. My dad tries to tough it out. I'll, I'll never forget because my dad is wearing for the first time. He bought himself a Columbia, like a fishing shirt. <laughs> right. Because they told him, listen, when it's really hot, these Columbia shirts are the thing to wear. Yeah. So he bought one of those. So he's wearing this white Columbia, like brand spanking new. And you know when a Columbia shirt is new, the white on it is mm-hmm. like just shiny, super white. So he's like, yeah, it's, a, it's a dark <laughs> room with all of this ammonia and these little streams the of light. beacon of light. And I look over to the beacon and I see that his face matches the shirt. <laughs> it's just as white as the shirt. And he's, he's starting to sweat and sweat and sweat. Like it's, it's looking bad for him. So I go, viejo, please, you got you to gotta get out of here. And so every guy tries to tough it out. Yeah. And so he takes up Manny's camera. The po- it, this was a disaster shoot, by the way. The, the you know, it's cam- bad when the camera starts to malfunction. The because ca- of no, the because it, it was the humidity and the ammonia mm. in, the, in the room. Like lenses all fogged up. It's getting hard and everybody's coughing. And so anyway, horrible. And, uh, and so we all go downstairs. My dad is still trying to catch his breath upstairs mm. at the, like, the little landing area outside the room. And he starts to come down, and he's looking pretty wobbly mm. as he's coming mm. down. So we, like, run up to try to help him down. He's like, no, no, I got yes. this. I got he almost falls three <laughs> times. It was, it was special. Well, no, he, was, he was in such bad shape, he didn't want to get into the car. So on the ride back, he and Gary rode in the, in the, tail, in the back of the pickup truck, in the bed. Oh, the bed. In yeah. the bed of, these two guys who are city guys in Nicaragua, in Esteli. Right. These two guys stick out like a sore thumb. They're both very city, very white. Yes. Gary's an old Jewish guy, and my dad is an old Spanish-Cuban guy who looks it. Right. And, uh, and so these two guys, we, I was in another car, and I, I'll never forget, like, looking over to the car, and like, these two guys, this is a show. It's the highlight of the, the trip. The highlight of the trip was these two guys, like, who could cough more? <laughs> and so it was, it was incredible. So anyway, but Nick, uh, their operation down there is... It was the first operation I had seen at that point. Again, this is early in the cigar snob days. First vertically operate, uh, vertically integrated yep. operation. Like Nick took us to their fields, 
took us to their uh, preindustria, which is what they call mm -hmm. it, like where they ferment and age the tobacco, and then their factories. The factory. And that was very impressive even back then. Uh, and even to this day, it's still, yeah. it's still one of the better operations. So, uh, and they have a distribution center in Miami Lakes. In Miami Lakes, exactly. Yeah. So, so a little, a little local, local love here. Yeah. Although there's a lot of local cigar companies with a local connection. Oh, my God, yeah. But, you know, there's never too much local love. So, never too um, much, never too much. Never too, too much. much. So, again, this is Perdomo 20th anniversary. Uh, we are four minutes from a break. And during those four minutes, we're going to talk about Canada banning whale and dolphin captivity. Oh, Canada. There you go. They're not even a real country anyway. Uh, the well, they're about, they're about to win the uh, NBA yeah. Finals. Yeah. So what they're about to lose is a bunch of uh, flippers. <laughs> <laughs> so the House of Commons voted in favor with a U of Bill S-203, <laughs> which sets out to protect really well done, cetaceans from the trauma of confinement for entertainment purposes. Cetaceans is a broad term, and I think that was done intentionally. I think it was. It was that's how the government confuses you. So uh, I, that there basically, are people right now in their car just trying to Google it, like asking Siri, on their, on what their is way cetacean? To Canada? Yeah. No, they're just trying to figure out what is a cetacean. Cetacean with a C. Over. Not they're a not paying attention. Not a citation. No, that's no. what you're going to get if cetacean you're using your phone. Cetacean with a C. Cetacean with a C. Beat well, the other it. citation yeah. is also with a C. So anyway. Well, I was saying a favor with a U, this yeah. is a citation with a C. So uh, Canada has banned the captivity of whales, dolphins, and porpoises for entertainment purposes. Uh, that would not stop rescue, research, or rehabilitation. Carluba, where do you stand on this? Um, I think it's a, I think it's a good move. Um, I, I, I'm gonna be in favor of the whales, uh, dolphins, and porpoises and the cetaceans. I believe they shouldn't be held in captivity for entertainment purposes, but they should be rehabilitated, rescued, researched. Um, All right, but yeah, that's uh, that's where I stand on it. Eric, what say you? Well, I'm never a fan of of government intervening in these things, right? So I, I always prefer to let the market handle this, like what happened with SeaWorld uh, after the uh, with Blackfin. An with an S. <laughs> after the uh, documentary Blackfin came out, you couldn't get anyone in SeaWorld. Right? I mean, people have slowed down on it, and now they're, they're kind of back. But uh, So I prefer for the market to deal with these things. At the same time, uh, I'm, a f I'm a fan. I like my favorite animal is the orca. So I, I do, uh, and what, they, what these places in captivity do to these whales is terrible. They, they, I think that they, they hurt as much as they help. So, uh, so I get it, but I don't like government intervention. I am all aboard the no government intervention train. I'm the crazy uh, libertarian around here. And this, I, so I don't know what the impact is, but I think so long as there's an argument to be made that uh, having them in captivity... Entertainment to me seems uh, like a little much. I think zoos are often very educational, yeah. And I think there's a solid argument to be made that uh, that, that drives or at least spurs uh, some interest in conservation. So awareness. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what I meant by they do as much good right. as they do harm, especially right. with an animal that, that is highly intelligent, so like uh, an orca and a dolphin. I think right. that's why they chose those yep. to ban because they are highly intelligent. You know what's educational and does a lot of good? Advertisement. That's what we're about to run up on. So you are listening to The Draw live from Cigar Cellar at 1557 Sunset Drive. I'm Nick Jimenez with Eric Calvino and Carluba, and we are about to listen to some ads. Enjoy. See you soon. 
Welcome to the draw on 12:10 a.m. The man. This is the danger zone, and I am Nick Jimenez with Eric Calvino. Oh, oh, oh. see that, like Carlos? That. Like the draw, Carlos. The danger zone, Carluba. Today's T-shirt Tuesday, huh? Oh, T-shirts. Are we gonna give away some T-shirts? We're gonna give out some T-shirts today. All right. So uh, we have a special guest here in the house. Is his mic on, Eric? We got a, is that, is that my, thing on? My mic is on. There I wanna, we I go. I want to come up with like a great name. Like hey. Tom Cruise, Maverick something, but I'm just Edwin Marlowe. <laughs> Friends are there. Just Ed. That works. I'm into it. So, uh, Edwin, tell us about yourself. What do, you, what do you do when you're not claiming to shirts? Well, I'm not uh, smoking cigars. Uh, Good answer. Uh, drinking double cross vodka and, uh, <laughs> nice. and salt on my day job. And All that it. sounds very dangerous. Very good. Good this answers. Is perfect for the very danger good. zone. But let me tell you something. Cigar Cellar is the premier shop in Miami, and I'm Whoa. here every day because of that. Mm-hmm. Hey, now. Have this guy do the ads. I yeah. know. What, what is yeah. going on? All right. So uh, are you, uh, you're a member here, no? I'm a member here and, uh, and a daily smoker, sometimes twice to three times a day. But That's dangerous. I, I know. I know. But I do get my lungs checked, so thank God. Oh, boy. There you go. What are you smoking now? I am doing an LFD. Um, I am doing an LFD, the La, oh, La Verona. I want to say. Right. Beroku? No. no. That's uh, another brand. No, oh, no. It's yeah. La, La Flora, but uh-huh. it's, it's one of their new brands. I, All right. La, I'll, I'll get back to you on the name. I don't know. I don't work in a cigar I, magazine. You know what? Right I'm one of those guys, too, that when you smoke them all, you just go in there and you pick out the cigar. And if, you know, we Total crapshoot. La Volcada? That's it. Okay. Yeah. We have it, took me a, it took me a second. Yeah. We have a nice selection here, so I just come in and pick out whatever. So. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. So, Eric, what are we going to make him? What hoop are we having him jump through for this to shirt? What? Give me something good. All right. Here's the question. What color T-shirt do you want, black or gray? Pop, qui- <laughs> pop quiz, hot shot. Well, considering that my beard is gray and my hair is white, I'm going to go with the gray. He's going what with size gray. is that? That's a large. That's a large. We got a gray large in there. Bringing that over to the gym. Boom, boom, yeah, large gray. Goes the dynamite. And a scholar, my friend. So, as you heard it here, folks, we're uh, hitting you with the hard the questions. questions. <laughs> yes. We're hitting you with the hard questions. If you're around the area, the US one. And Sunset Drive area, drop in, try your shot at these hard questions. I'll make even a deal here. You come in and you mention uh, you mention this radio program. I'll buy your first cigar personally. Whoa! Whoa look at this. What is I, going on I here? I will be here for the next hour. His name is Ed Win Marlowe. Edwin. You know, like Edwin. You know, like Edwin. His name. name is Edwin. You might just Edwin a cigar. You're gonna win a cigar. You might if just you, Edwin a cigar. If, if you come here within the next hour. I am going to go ahead and uh, buy your next cigar. Check it out. Love this. this there you the, go. None of this was planned. I'm shocked. Yeah. No. This is no. shocking. This, this is appropriate for the zone that we're in, which is the danger zone. Oh, things are getting super dangerous. Dun, 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 dun. There we are. Look at this guy. The sound effects. What's going on? Keep this guy around for the whole is thing. A, are we auditioning? Is that oh, what's happening? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. Just Cigar Cellar and Double Cross Vodka are the two best uh, brands out there. So. So, t- so I was about to say, how do we feel about this cigar? But as long as you hear it, tell us about this, about what you're smoking. It is a full body. Uh, it's delicious. I mean, there's a creamy aftertaste to it. I think it is, I'm trying to think of a cigar it's comparable to. I, if I had to go with a cigar that I would say is similar, maybe a sister cigar would be an exclusivo for you Padron smokers mm-hmm. out there. Um, is it a Maduro? It is a Maduro. It is a Maduro. Uh, I always like to do two Maduros and then end off with one Connecticut as kind of like the after-dinner drink. Oh, Interesting. I never, I never thought so of that strategy. A lot, of guys, a lot of guys go the other way. They'll yeah. start 
and then end on a heavy I fall. I haven't heard of that strategy. Well, I think, you know, I think a, a good afternoon, ending afternoon, going into the evening is always good for a Maduro. And then when you start winding down and you want more of something like a lighter domino playing cigar, go with a, go with a natural. Yeah, it's not yeah. A, like a lighter domino playing cigar. I didn't well, know that was a genre. It is. People say golf cigar. In this shop, it is. Yeah. People it say is. No, golf cigar. You need a domino, domino playing smoke. What are you guys smoking? We are smoking the. This is a, you're good at the segues and everything. This is the Perdomo 20th anniversary Maduro, which is a Nicaraguan puro. We gave this the number 18 spot on our list of the top 25 cigars of the year in Epicure, but we were fresh out of those. So we're smoking it in Torpedo. Okay. Carlos, how are you feeling about this so far? Um. I still have a lot of the same feelings that I had before. It really hasn't changed. Very consistent Melancholy. cigar. What, what, are, what, what feelings did you they, have they were, they were. Uh, I was ecstatic. Ecstatic? Okay. I was ecstatic uh, that I was smoking uh, this cigar in particular. It still has a very balanced, creamy uh, retrohale that I was getting in the beginning. I'm still getting it now about halfway through. It's, uh, it's a very consistent smoke so far. That, that it is. It yeah. is uh, Has it, it turned off on you at all? No, it has not. And if it did, it was because I talked too much. I was going to say mine has, but only because I don't shut up. Yeah, That's yeah. In my case, not at all. But um, but yeah, it's a, it is a cigar that is very consistent. It isn't. Uh, while it has complexity of flavors, it doesn't have that transitional type of complexity. Right. So it does kind of stay true from beginning to end. It isn't. Uh, it isn't. You're not going to get those jumps mm-hmm. in flavors like you do with a lot of other cigars on our top twenty-five list. Which I prefer. I like them to kind yeah, of stay Nick, Nick static. Yeah. As long as as long as there's that complexity that at any given time you're being hit by a lot of things. But I like for for it to stay the same throughout the experience. Uh, all right. So hard shift here. Earlier today uh, we were talking about the uh, cetaceans and the Earlier government. Today, like five minutes. Ago. Like five minutes ago, we were talking about cetaceans, which for those of you who missed it, uh, includes whales, porpoises, and dolphins. Uh, captivity of of cetaceans being banned in Canada. In Puerto Rico, in uh, what would La Isla del Encanto be in the Island of Enchantment? Yes, yeah, yeah that's pretty that's much what it. it is. Pretty much hit it. It's a great album too. A uh, a reason story. This is from Reason.com. Puerto Ricans rebuild without government help after Hurricane Maria. So, quote: After months long, after the months long power blackout that followed Hurricane Maria in 2017, Puerto Ricans realized they couldn't rely on government to meet their basic needs. Enter Biotecture Planet Earth a New Mexico-based nonprofit that specializes in sustainable building. The organization is constructing an off-the-grid hurricane-resistant compound in Aguada, Puerto Rico. So it's built out of garbage, tires, and cans. How wild is that? It is wild, and while it may be hurricane-resistant, it kind of looks like a hurricane already went through it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it <laughs> it's a little like bit. It so. picked up the remnants of uh, yeah. what a hurricane dropped off yeah. and then made it resistant to the But God hurricane. bless them for, for making that happen <laughs> and having some housing. So I'm, I'm cool with it. I think it it's just a, looks it's a cool, uh, it's a little rough. Uh, it's, it's a cool kind of showing of how when government fails, you know, market and people come together to find a solution to uh, the, the problem at hand. Uh, not having to rely on the government help. To find a solution is always a good example. Absolutely. So uh, we, um, the, the one thing this ends, noting that the compound will serve as an education and community center. I don't know whether anybody's going to actually use this thing. Uh, it might be like a, if you're seeing, like if you're, a model. Maybe a model. could be. If you're looking at a picture of it, it does not inspire a lot of confidence. It's, it looks, I'm sure that they are joined somehow. They're maybe glued together. But, uh, but yeah, there's definitely... Uh, 
It's it basically looks like a pile of tires. It, it and looks like it looks like garbage tires and cans. So if you're you're out in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. hurricanes are coming. Mm-hmm. Do you get in the tires? I, I, I if it's if I'm if I'm close enough and it's bearing down on me, yeah, and I have nowhere else to go, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess if you have no choice, the question I guess becomes: Do you have a better shot just being out in the open I, rather than being around all this? I'm wondering too now uh, about the the title of hurricane resistant. If that was just a marketing ploy, like what everything's hurricane resistant until it's not. We're all the resistance, really. When you think about <laughs> it. All right. So, Carlos, the t-shirts are coming. Uh-oh. We have another we have a, t-shirt we, question. We have, a, we have a t-shirt hurricane on the way. <laughs> Eric, tell us, tell us the forecast here. All right. So, we have another guest. So, we've had you on before. I've been but on I want before. you to introduce yourself again. My name is Matt, and I've got to tell you guys, you run a wonderful show. Oh, I'm thank you. here at the Cigar Cellar. I tune in. Watch out. And it's awesome. Thank awesome, you, Matt. Thank, Thank you very you, much, man. Matt. That's incredible. And, and you can pay me later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, oh, we're going to pay you with a T-shirt right sure. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Cheap. So uh, aside from the magazine you have right in front of you. So <laughs> these all have been extremely difficult questions, Matt. Hopefully you will be able to, to, to answer these. All right. So do my best. we asked Edwin what color T-shirt he wanted. We felt that was too easy. So we're going to go. We're going to step it up here. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite Cigar Snob Magazine cover of all time? My favorite Cigar Snob cover is the July issue, the latest issue. The May-June. The May-June, yeah. Because July is May not June, out yet. Because July is not out yet. <laughs> I, I thought you gave me a, a, yeah. an advance. We gave you an advance copy of the May, July issue. That May is a nice June yeah. equals July. <laughs> so there. <laughs> yeah, all right. So what color T-shirt do you want? It's black or gray? Mm. I'm going to go for black. Going black size, XL. Right, you got the right answer. Congratulations! This was a hard one. This was one of the harder ones. This was very difficult. What do you do when you're not claiming free T-shirts? I'll tell you what. I love the outdoors. I like to hunt. Okay. So do a little bit of hunting Uh, around here. Do you travel for it? I travel for it. Yeah, dog will hunt. Sorry, (laughs) I had to throw that in there. Where do you Where do you go? Um, I go to Canada. Do a little black bear hunting. Okay. Oh, cool. Use a bow. Nice. Nice. How long have you been doing that? Uh, about eight years. Do you smoke while you're hunting? Um, afterwards. Afterward. That, okay. That's for later after you right. know, you've had a success. You don't want to give yourself yeah, away. Yeah, I feel you give yourself away if you're smoking a cigar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to give yourself away when you're trying to stay away from a black bear. What is the, uh, what is the last, uh, I guess, kill that you celebrated with a cigar? The last kill um, was actually a moose. A moose? Wow. It was in Newfoundland. Did you do that nice. with a bow, too? No. I did not. It's oh, a, I was going to say. How many bulls? Whoa. <laughs> About a 150-yard shot. Okay. Nice. But Very well. That was great. Good stuff. Yeah. Good well, stuff, man. We're learning things about them. The kinds of people know. who hang out here. The kinds of people who hang out here like T-shirts. They give you free advertising, and they hunt. Look yes. at we're, we're two for two here. This is crazy. This is good. I love it. Thank so, you, Matt. Thank you very much, Matt. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. You know what else you're not going to do while you're hunting? Probably not going to be smoking any weed. However, a bill has been introduced in Florida, to legalize adult use or recreational marijuana. Where do you guys stand on this? So this is a different question. This is actually a government stepping out of the way. Where are you guys on on the weed? Mm. I'm all for it. All for it, Eric? Uh, I'm not exactly all for it, although I, uh, part of the problem that I have is, is how come 
everything that is weed related right now is getting favorable uh, legislation. And then everything that is cigar related is getting unfavorable legislation. Mm -hmm. True. So it is smokable just like this is smokable. And yet, and this is not an illegal product. And that is trying to be a legal product. So uh, I I take issue with that. Uh, I also think it's a different kind of product. Yeah, because it's not just a smokable product. Correct. Cigars are primarily smokable. They're not edible is what I mean. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Uh, Or topical uh, in any way, shape, or form. I mean, I guess you could use it topically. I I don't know if it it works. uh, But to clarify, this bill was introduced. The likelihood... Correct. Of anything coming of yeah, it is very, not very high. No, but the fact that these bills are—I mean, but it, you know, these sorts of laws are passing elsewhere. It's just a matter of time. The dominoes are correct, but this part, uh, this coming session, right? Not likely that anything would happen. Doesn't seem that way. But I think it is. And the in here, uh, they mentioned that Jose Oliva, who we have a relationship with, given that he uh, has—he's Jose Oliva of the Oliva Cigar Company. Uh, quote. Given House Speaker Jose Oliva's dislike for smokable marijuana, even under Florida's medical marijuana statutes, the legalization bills are not likely to get heard. I don't know whether that's true. Maybe yeah, I don't either. I don't know whether they're likely to get heard. But, but we, can, we can have Jose on. We can have Jose on. So I'll, I'll ask him. About, we're getting together uh, later this week. Okay. I'll ask him if he wants to get on. So we'll come back to you with what Jose had to say about this. I, for one, I, I don't smoke weed, have never smoked weed. That's not a thing that I do, but I am all for... I am all for the legalization of all the things because I'm a crazy person. Um, it just uh, it just seems to me like the creation of a black market just introduces all sorts of other dangers and the the war on drugs. I'm not about that. I I, I, I like the so behind these legalizations is is just an awareness that marijuana is not this. Uh, completely useless and um, negative uh, product in in society uh, it's an awareness that they, it does have beneficial um, aspects to it and that responsible adults could, should and could uh, use it responsibly you know what else you can do responsibly what smoke cigars hey guys Nick Jimenez here from the draw the show you're listening to right now <laughs> as a person who travels the world visiting cigar lounges People ask me all the time about the best cigar bars in Miami. What's the best cigar bar in Miami? That's how they ask me every time. I always answer, Cigar Cellar, located right off Sunset Drive in South Miami, very near the sports grill that you should stop by and buy me wings from before you come over and smoke a cigar at Cigar Cellar. Owner Alex Broche invites you to the man cave that is Cigar Cellar, or a woman cave, depending on who's in here. They have a great selection, including Oliva, my father, La Flor Dominicana, CLE, Arturo Fuente, and some excellent craft beers and wine there is 24-hour access 24-hour access to their vip member lounge with humidified lockers a tv and big discounts not the little discounts big ones nick you know father's day is coming up father's day is coming up and you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go to cigar cellar of miami and use the code fathers 15 i only have one father but i'm using the code fathers plural because it's their day because it's all of their day not just my dad's for 15% off until Father's Day. Cigar Cellar is also the home of our radio show. We are live on site Monday through Wednesday, 6 p.m. We hang out, smoke, and talk all manner of cigar snobbery. Vi- visit Alex Broche and the great people at Cigar Cellar, and they will make you a VIP. 1557 Sunset Drive. You can call them at 305-381-0458 and follow them on Instagram at cigar underscore seller. It's Cigar Cellar. Welcome back. 
to the draw live. Carlos, are you being pushed to the limit right now? I'm being pushed to the limit. We're live. We're live. At Cigar Cellar. That's where we are. 1557 Sunset Drive. Right at the limit. Right at the limit. That's right. Between Coral Gables and South Miami. We're right at the limit. That's right. Eric, how do you feel about these limits? You want to push them? I'm ready ready to push Tell us what we're doing right now. We are giving away another t-shirt. It's T-Shirt Tuesday. It's T-Shirt Tuesday. So uh, we've got Emilio. Emilio's in it. Emilio! Emilio! You knew that was going to happen. I'm sorry, Emilio. I apologize. But you never, but you Emilio, that. that's the first time I hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a shame. Goodness, so many good jokes there. All right, Emilio. So last week we had hard questions, and some people were struggling with them. This week, we, we want to know. It. We took it up a notch. We want to know, what's your shoe size? 12. Boom, you get a T-shirt. Right answer. Good stuff. Good answer. Do you have a favorite kind of shoe? Ferragamo. Ferragamo. Wow. Classy, that this is guy. fancy. I, I don't know say, if I want to give him a t-shirt. No. I don't know if these t-shirts look good with Ferragamo. I don't know, I know. how these they're t-shirts like wearing, go with Ferragamo. They're like wearing gloves on your feet. Oh, wow. Wow. That's interesting. I've never had a glove on my foot. I was going to say, I sometimes <laughs> do wear gloves on my feet, and it's very uncomfortable. Uh, that's when the lights are off. You don't know where your hands are, right? That's exactly how that happens. <laughs> I'm sorry, that that got me. Uh, it happens, it happens. It's like when you put on different colored socks. It's the same thing. You same put, thing. You put gloves, gloves. on your hands. Yeah, yeah. isotoners. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, isotoner. What colored T-shirt? Black or gray? Black. Nice. Also, another good answer. Good choice. Ferragamos and black T-shirts. I like this guy's style. Mm-hmm. You wear, like, shorts or pants or anything, or just the... Uh, just T-shirts and Ferragamos. T-shirts and Ferragamos. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. All right, but why don't you introduce yourself? So what do you do when you're not wearing Ferragamos and claiming free T-shirts? Uh, I'm an investment advisor, and I'm also one of the founding members of Padron 13312. Oh, nice. Check it out. Tell, so tell, yeah, tell, dropping tell, some knowledge. Yeah, tell today. the people about what, what all that is. We know, but the audience uh, might not. We, we celebrate on Facebook and other social media the the spectacularness of the Padron family's product. We don't discriminate. We like others, too. But mm-hmm. that's what we're about. There's a preference. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. And the Bastards, what does one have to do to join the Bastards group? Well, the origin of that term, obviously not the literal term. <laughs> right. But uh, uh, It was not invented by you guys. That, we found that our, our friends were taking pictures of their exquisite cigars with the Eiffel Tower in the background or beautiful sunset in the Keys or wherever they were in the world at the time. And the comment usually was first, you bastard. Right. That's, that's, where, that's where it came from. Yeah, that's where it came from. And so, but the, how, the bastards require, there's a little bit of a barrier. These are the guys who have physically gotten together with you all to smoke at some point or another, most, correct? Most of us have. We have a couple events a year. Not so much anymore, but we do. And, uh, and we, we get together to celebrate the wonderfulness of that particular cool. family cigar. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. I've been to some bastards gatherings, and they as are as have I. They're a good time. They're they a are good a good time, time. For sure. So hopefully, yeah, the, the more of those, the better. Uh, Emilio, enjoy your free T-shirt. And look at this. We got a, I just noticed the show. We got another. You are surrounded by Belen right now. Yeah. I'm thoroughly outnumbered Eric right is now. No. Like Gables High we have you Belen. cornered I'll take, <laughs> almost literally. I'll take one one Gables High grad versus three <laughs> Belenites any day. Yeah, I'll okay. take my odds. You're a Belen also? Yeah, both of us are. We well, both no, gr- I know, but I'm from the other millennium. 
right? Or? You are from the yeah. previous millennium. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know that. We're just assuming yeah, based on how you. There's another Cole Gables grad here. Oh, oh there, you there you go. Oh, nice. they're growing. They're, they're, they're <laughs> now, now I really like my odds. Still yeah, three, three gets still, two. It's still three two. Yeah. Are we gonna do like a cigar West Side Story thing? In a Absolutely. Bit? <laughs> I have my with lighter and my switchblade, <laughs> a double guillotine lighter and a, uh, a double guillotine cutter. I'd like to a, see that if you have one. Of that's those. a pretty cool lighter. <laughs> well, if, if Curtis is on our team, we're automatically the Jets. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, so uh, enjoy your enjoy your free to shirt. Thank you. Thank you very much for playing. I know how difficult that all was, um, and we are going to move back to this cigar. So we are smoking the Perdomo 20th anniversary Maduro. Again, this was the number 18 cigar on our list of the top 25 of 2018. Carlos, super consistent cigar, no? It's a very consistent cigar. I am about two thirds of the way through it. I'm still getting. A very creamy, smooth, retro hail experience. Uh, it, there's a there's a very it's a very noticeable mellow yet vanilla and cocoa flavor to it. For sure, yeah, and definitely the the cocoa on the palate as well. And even uh, before you even light it, the cigar has like a very distinct aroma when you when you sniff the foot. Uh, <laughs> You don't want to sniff a lot of feet, cigar feet. Or on the other put hand. gloves, gloves on, on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But put a put a glove on your foot. It's like you smelling it. a cigar through the cellophane. Exactly. You want to remove that foot glove uh, <laughs> before you sniff your cigar. Uh, Eric, you getting anything different? We were just talking about how consistent. Sorry, this I was is. I was producing back here. No, so. no, that's all right. You got to do what you got to do. Hmm. What does that mean? I was getting people to sit and get a T-shirt and run around. So, uh, so yeah, we were just talking about the cigar, Carlos. Remarking on how consistent it is with the vanilla and the cocoa on the... Okay, so yes, it is, uh, it is consistent, but at this point, the point that I'm at now, and probably you too, Carlos, uh, the intensity does ramp up. So you'll taste, at least in Slightly. my... Slightly. Yeah, so you'll, you'll taste a little bit more pepper, like it'll be more prominent. Uh, I think that the earth kind of settles down, and instead you get a little bit more woodiness that mm -hmm. wasn't there before. So uh, while it is a very consistent cigar, as it intensifies, changes do happen. That happens to every cigar. Every time I guess, ask still these very guys, good. every time I ask you for good tasting notes, the two of you deliver. You know who's not delivering? Who's not delivering? FedEx. No. FedEx is out at Amazon. FedEx, according to Business Insider, will no longer fly I had your Amazon this. packages. And now pressure is mounting on the company as it gears up its in-house air freight network. Wow, but FedEx had just written. So I haven't even read this. Yep. This is all brand new to me, me on the show notes. But uh, FedEx had just announced as a result of Amazon's business, I think that they I would just run read, seven days a week. Yes, I just read the same thing. And that they're right now running at about 50%. Yeah. And they will be able to run at their Christmas time levels, which is their, and, and, their at 100% uh, at any point during the year. Wow, that is shocking. I didn't, that is I didn't shocking. know this. So, so, yeah, that is the U.S. domestic contract. They currently deliver about 3% of Amazon packages, or at least that was what they did last year. So it's about 200,000 packages. Um, Only three percent. Oh yeah, three percent, uh, and that's two hundred thousand a day. Oh okay. Of FedEx's daily volume. I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. FedEx say, no, no, yeah, they, no. It was three percent of Amazon packages last year, according to Wolf Research. That's about two hundred thousand Amazon boxes a day of FedEx's daily volume of about two point nine million packages, uh, and that's according to Moody's Investor Services. Um, Amazon has their their in-house uh, delivery system. Now, now I'm just not sure how it works. <clears throat> with air freight 
because they don't have their own planes. They don't have independent contractors with planes flying right. for them. So I guess now they're they're down to other privately owned companies and the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, do you guys have any things that you are like your go-to Amazon purchases? Do you have anything that you like? Rely on Amazon now. That if you just didn't have Amazon, uh, I would say Christmas gifts. Absolutely, <laughs> Christmas <laughs> that, gifts that no one has to yeah. wear. Yeah. It's, I mean, all kinds of gifts, right? Like, well, you find I just out bought. Look, I just bought Father's Day gifts. So I buy like the gifting since I'm at the office so much. You're, producing you're the, online, the anyways. I'm sitting there at my desk. It's like, oh, you know what my dad would like? Bam! And so I buy it, right. and that's typically an Amazon purchase. Yeah. Uh, for me, one of the and this really has no relation to the issue of FedEx shipping, although it kind of does because sometimes uh, these are emergency purchases. Uh, Amazon Basics has some pretty solid. Uh, in a pinch kinds of products, especially for us, right? We do a lot of camera gear. Yep. So they do uh, some, like, really affordable tripods and all that sort of thing. And that's the sort of stuff that for us, sometimes there is a, there are situations where, okay, we need this now. Yep. So uh, if we end up in the... Are you, you saying know, that we're last minute on a lot of things, Nick? A little bit. <laughs> a little, little, little bit. bit. I think everyone's a little last minute with a lot of things. <laughs> a little last minute with a lot of things. That's a good tagline for this show. A little last minute with a lot I of things. I think that's like for the whole company. For the whole, Everyone. The whole operation. <laughs> Everyone procrastinates <laughs> a little bit in something. Uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that'll be interesting to see whether Amazon actually ramps things up in time. Uh, and whether this is too much of a gamble, right? And whether it's too much of a gamble. Yeah, like did they overplay that hand? I right. doubt it because they have a couple smart people there. But uh, Yeah, it's but only 3% still. too. I'm sure other companies are willing to pick up the 3% slack. I don't know if they're able to though. Yeah, well, we'll see. So uh, yesterday we were talking about Big Papi uh, being mm-hmm. shot in the Dominican Republic. Who is, by the way, uh, recovering. He is oh, well in Boston. So we mentioned, right, the Boston Red Sox had sent a plane to the DR. Yep. They brought him back to Boston. He had his second surgery there, I believe, mm-hmm. was the story. Uh, so, yeah, Godspeed, Big they, Bobby. Yeah, they, they fixed what whatever the Dominicans didn't fix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a, another shooting here in Miami at Frankie's Pizza. That's crazy, man. So oh, Frankie's like, Pizza was closed, and there were two people shot during a robbery, which uh, I haven't seen details on this. But I think it's just, it's a, you shouldn't hang out at closed pizza shops. Is that the takeaway? Is That's that, the takeaway take here. If you are doing any kind of business at, in the parking lot of a closed pizza shop, I don't know whether that's what they were doing there. I just don't see why else you'd be engaging with people in a closed pizza shop. Uh, oh, they were, they were in the parking lot? I, well, yeah, I mean, that's all there is there. Unless you're, unless you're right on Bird Road in the middle they of the weren't, They weren't in the... No, in the no, restaurant? No. no, no, no. It was closed. It was okay. closed. They weren't in the yeah. They weren't in the restaurant. They were not making their own pizzas. They had not broken. Well, I don't know. Maybe they did break in to make pizzas. I uh, don't know. There's a lot of rank speculation here. However, mm. these guys uh, supposedly made it okay to Kendall Regional. So uh, the shooting, they they get in a car to get away, and apparently somebody shot them while they were in the car getting away uh, from whatever situation there was. And almost, luckily, almost had it. you're right. Luckily, the driver was grazed, made it to Kendall Regional. Um, but it's just it's just crazy. Like were they the the, uh, the victims of the shooting? Correct. Were the ones that got away? Were they also the victims of the potential robbery, or was it vice versa? I, I don't know. I, the story wasn't clear on that. Yeah, the story it's wasn't murky. clear. Uh, but uh, you know, that's, details uh, are murky. You know, we don't, offer. We don't got, hang out. We got cigars. Don't hang out at a closed pizza joint. That's mm-hmm. my takeaway. Don't yeah. hang. You know what you should if you want to hang out at a closed business, become a member at Cigar Cellar. Yeah, twenty four hour access. <laughs> yeah, that's where you hang out. You hang out here, at cigar cellar after hours. Probably the best advice here at the draw. Simply, you know, there's the a little, best. there's like a little keg back there. 
So when you it's come true. in and you're 24 hours, you're you ch- Nick, that doesn't help Nick because Nick doesn't no, drink I'm beer. I'm not a beer guy. But, uh, but for you and me, car yeah. loops, whatever you want. I just, just need to know. find the time in the middle of the night. What do you mean? It's 24 hours, man. Yeah. No, if you yeah, can't right. find the time in 24, in 24 hours. hours. Right. mal. Exactly. All right. So I want to let the people know what we're going to be smoking tomorrow and then on our next shows. So as you know, we are running through our list of the top 25 cigars of 2018. What happens after 25? Oh, man. Who then knows? we get crazy. Who, we get we're wild gonna, and we're crazy. Gonna go nuts. Oh. So uh, tomorrow oh, we're smoking oh. cigar number 19. That's Caldwell the Tea. Um, and we are smoking that in Toro Grande. Then on Monday, when Toro we're back, because tomorrow is the last show of the week, on Monday we're smoking cigar number 20, which is the Espinosa Habano in number five, which is a 6 by 52 Espinosa Habano, friends of 1210 The Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of the magazine. And of the magazine, right? Well, yeah, all these people are friends and of the magazine. And of mine. Everybody's a friend of the magazine. And, and of who's, yours? That a, who's that a friend of yours, Carluba? <laughs> yeah, who, who doesn't like a good Carluba? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and then Tuesday. Tuesday, you want to stock up on 2012 by Oscar Valladares Maduro. Oscar Valladares also is the manufacturer Second of yesterday's on the cigar. List, yeah. Correct. Um, and then finally, Wednesday, we're smoking cigar number 22, which is the Romeo y Julieta 1875 Nicaragua. Smoking that in Toro. So stock up on all of those cigars if you want to smoke along with us here on The Draw. We're going to go into our parting recommendations. Eric, what's your parting recommendation for the people? Oh, oh, oh. so uh, you know Andy Jambarba, who we had on the show last week? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, Andy Miami. Andy Miami. And another friend of mine, Caesar. These are like my two friends who, who know the most chefs in town. Yeah. Like between these two guys, there isn't a chef they don't know. And so I was at different times with both of these guys. They recommended New Kitchen. Hmm. New as in N-I-U in downtown. So my wife and I went. And I took another couple. Holy smokes. Outstanding. It's sort a of, uh, Catalan food. Oh, so cool. Spanish, but not your typical Spanish. It's Catalan. And it was, by the way, new is nest in Catalan. Ooh. So the, the, the theme of the restaurant, it, it's a very small place. So you have to call and get reservations. But the food is outrageously good. I mean, there were combinations of flavors that you're just not used to. Uh, and all work beautifully. I really highly recommend that place. Nice. Good stuff. New all right. kitchen. Staying on the food, uh, on the food tip, <clears throat> I uh, today actually had, <clears throat> excuse me. Hey, now. Hey, that, was only, a, that was only a little loud. I have <laughs> a, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say speech. <clears throat> uh, I had a sandwich from Sangwich uh, oh, out in Little you, Havana. You, you made sure that it's people knew that you 20th, know how to pronounce it. 20th but. and 8th Street. It's a sandwich. It was a, the, the pan con lechon I had was phenomenal. It is the perfect size, just the right amount of lechong in the sandwich. It is a beautifully made sandwich, and it is absolutely delicious. That sandwich. Where does that rank in your in your panko lechong world I rankings? Would, I would put it. I would put it in my top three. Oh, nice. I would put it in my top, top that's three. Pretty high. And it is a little bit of a, a twist on the traditional panko lechong. A bit. What's twisty about it? Tell them the twist. I'm not sure what the twist is. Okay. It's got <laughs> pickled onions. Oh. So a little, bit to, of a, yeah. little bit of a twist there. Uh, is that what typical, it was? A typical panko lechon has just like pickles. Like sauteed raw, onions. Raw, raw onions raw, or sauteed onions. And that's, no pickles. That's it. Right. No pickling on no the onion. No pickling of the onions. The, uh, the panko mite there, also super solid. Um, and, and that's got like very thin sliced, almost like what you would get in a, like um, a, in like a Philly or a cheese. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that kind of super thin steak. Huge, huge fan of that sandwich. What is your... Recommendation. I am making Nicholas. a negative recommendation that may be a little <laughs> controversial here. Uh, I have a long-standing beef with the Sergio's chain of restaurants. As long as I've known 
you. That's true. You've had a beef. When I started working at Cigar Snob, I wrote a very long letter to Sergio's complaining about the fact that their breakfast came with a side of tater tots. This is a Cuban restaurant. Don't give me tater tots. What is happening here? What has the world come to when you go to a Cuban restaurant and get tater tots? Today I went with Carluba to have breakfast. Some patatas, no potatoes. Exactly. <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, so yeah, I had an omelet today, uh, and it was egregious. I took a picture of it. There were three slices of the Swiss omelet cheese. had you. The, oh man, the, om- the omelet did have me. The omelet, the omelet messed me up. So anyway, uh, don't do it. Don't do that. I ate go my for omelet. lunch and dinner. I don't mind Sergio's at lunch and dinner. Breakfast. Don't do it. All right. So you are listening to the draw. Live from Cigar Cellar at 1557 Sunset Drive. I'm Nick Jimenez with Eric Calvino and Carlos Carluba. I recently went public. Rodriguez. On Instagram. On Instagram. Catch you later. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. We're out of here. Bye.